Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. This is the Football News and Knowledge Podcast. I am your host, Joshua Bell. Today's Friday's episode will be a rather short episode, unfortunately, seeing as there is not much news in the NFL world at the moment. And quite frankly, I'm not going to waste your time with trying to make news, essentially. But with that being said, we are going to kick off this Friday episode with possibly the biggest news heading into the today and that is whether or not Aaron Rodgers will opt out of the 2021 to 2022 football season due to COVID uh, concerns. Now, if you listen to the Tuesday episode, you will know that I had discussed the possibility that Aaron Rodgers perhaps opts out of the football season to pretty much further cement his or put further put the nail in the coffin that he doesn't want to play for the Packers anymore. And I said that today's the day that we will find out because today's the final day that you can opt out. So if by or if tomorrow you wake up and Aaron Rodgers hasn't opted out, he is either going to be sitting out the entire season or sitting out games from the Packers, getting traded, or he is going to play for the Green Bay Packers. There's no way he can uh, get out of it at that point. Uh, Like I said earlier this week, he would save himself like $20 million in fines by uh, opting out. Granted, I don't think that the Packers will actually charge him those fines. They, If they really want to piss him off, they'll charge him those fines. They never, no team really ever truly finds a key member of their team unless it is extremely egregious or if that player is essentially not like going to be on the team or they don't want the player on the team. And I think the Packers want Aaron Rodgers still on the team. But if he does opt out, then it begins. The Jordan Love career with the Packers begins as the starting quarterback. And quite frankly, it will definitely be odd to Packers fans to see Aaron Rodgers not at the helm. Uh... With that being said, I do think he's going to still play the season. Uh, I know I I talked about this on Tuesday. I also had heard that Mike Florio with Pro Football Talk had also talked about that as well, the possibility, and kind of broke it down better than me, not going to lie. But, you know, he, I mean, if, if Rodgers does, it would definitely let all Packers fans know that Rodgers never wants to play for the Packers again. With that being said, we're going to switch it over to a wide receiver on that team, a.k.a. Devontae Adams, who Devontae Adams is going to be a up-and-coming free agent after this year. And he's already said that he's a Packer now, but it'd be a dream for him to play with his one of his best friends and his college quarterback, Derek Carr. 
Now, I can personally say, Devontae, if you have the opportunity to play with Aaron Rodgers, you better pick Rodgers over Carr. If next season, I you better pick Rodgers because I don't think Carr is going to get you to a Super Bowl. Nothing against Derek Carr. I think he's a, a pretty solid quarterback. I don't consider him top 10, but I'd say he's either top 15, like right at the edge, or top 15, 16, or right at the edge of that. Uh, you know, everyone wants to be playing with their best friend. Even if you play a game of, like, pickup basketball, you're, you're most of the time going to choose your friends and to, like, to draft onto your team. Doesn't mean that's the best pick all the time, though. And in this case... If he were to end up choosing Derek Carr and wherever Derek Carr is at that point, for all we know, Derek Carr could be on his way out of uh, Las Vegas by that point. That's so weird to say, Las Vegas. I was about to say Oakland, but no, the Las Vegas Raiders. He could be on his way out of Las Vegas by this time next year or be on a new team by this time next year. And will Devontae Adams fit with that team for one? Two, will Derek Carr be cemented as the starter from the very beginning? And three, is that team going to be a Super Bowl caliber team? Because I, even though I don't have the Packers as the favorite right now to go to the Super Bowl, I still have them winning the North as of right now. And I still have them being Super Bowl competitors to a point where they're like, they, they could make a run. I don't, I don't have them as the favorite, but they definitely are going to have the chance to make a run for the Super Bowl. And let's say by this time next year, or by March of next year, Aaron Rodgers and the Packers are good. They, they have a new contract, and Rodgers is still playing at an extremely high level. You're telling me that you're going to leave the Packers, who are still in a Super Bowl window window to play with Derek Carr? I mean, I guess maybe you guys have that special connection, like, but it, it's, it's not worth it. It's really not worth it, in my personal opinion. I mean, with that being said, we'll just have to wait to see what happens that for next year and whether Devontae Adams uh, remains with the Packers or if he decides to leave and pursue a new team, possibly a team that has a certain quarterback, Derek Carr, on it. But we'll have to wait and see with that. Uh, we will be return, and when we return, I'm going to be telling you guys what the new name of the workout hype videos is when we return after this. Welcome back. This is the Football News and Knowledge Podcast. I am your host, Joshua Bell. Now, I had stated last Friday and talked about how there's all these players who are releasing their hype workout videos and I have finally found a name 
thanks to a couple suggestions from our listeners. Thank you for all the suggestions, but we are going to be going with Fire Workout Friday. Because, and I mean, as like, if you have seen that SpongeBob meme, like the Fire Workout Friday, that's what I mean by it. Because, yeah, you you got a really good little workout and every other football player is working just as hard as you. What, what are you doing to separate yourself? I feel like a lot of these players will be releasing hype videos that are literally the most basic workouts. And to kick off this new segment of Fire Workout Friday, we're going to talk about a quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles. Sorry, Eagles fans. But Jalen Hurts released his fire workout vit or fire workout Friday video and it's just like any other quarterback workout video there there's nothing like special about it i mean besides the cinematography i mean the and the, the like that's it like hands like hats off to the photographer videographer as someone who used to do photojournalism myself i i know a good shot he they they did some good shots and good angles but like uh, jalen like the what's the point of this video uh, if you haven't watched it please uh google jalen hurts workout hype tape uh it's literally nothing special I just want you to see it so that way you can understand where I'm coming from. And this is how most NFL players hype videos are. It's just the basic drills with some sort of catchy background song or some motivational speech or something in the background. And then them doing like the most normal drill. It, it, it's nothing special and it. Kind of, I, I just think, wow, you really wasted your money on that, didn't you? Which, granted, these players have all the money in the world. They can spend their money on whatever. I'm not going to judge someone based on what they're going to spend their money on. Uh, but, I mean, I, I don't know. Y'all kind of already know how I feel about Jalen Hurts and the whole Eagles situation. I don't believe that Eagles are in the playoff picture really anymore i feel like the two teams that are on top of that division are the washington football team and the dallas cowboys and i would actually have washington just slightly above dallas right now and i know a lot of people might be saying how are you going to have washington above dallas when they don't really have a quarterback at the moment and you'd be right they're riding in with Tyler Tyler Heineke and Ryan Fitzpatrick or Fitzmagic, really. But just like the Denver Broncos that won the Super Bowl a couple years ago, they didn't really have a good quarterback situation either. They had a very old Paint Manning, which I'm that I would still take that Paint Manning over Fitz Fitzpatrick or Tyler Heineke. But he threw more interceptions than touchdowns that year. And then they had Brock Osweiler, who wasn't playing like a stud quarterback at that moment. 
So they, they didn't have the best quarterback situation. And you know what? They won, and it's because they had a great defense. The Washington football team right now have a tremendous defense. They're the only defense that really gave the Tampa Bay Buccaneers an issue in the playoffs. Yes, the Packers forced Tom Brady to throw three interceptions. But when you look at, if you watch the film from that, and I, I invite anyone to search it up, the, the highlights from that game, and watch those plays, those interceptions. And when you watch them, I know for a fact that one of the interceptions was the like kind of lobbed up ball to Mike Evans, and it was on a third down. Now, yes, you could say bad ball, shunted through it, but the uh, person who intercepted the ball, I'm blanking on who intercepted. It, I think it was Jari Alexander, was tackled like immediately after. Or pushed out of bounds or whatever. And he caught it at like, I think the 14? It, it wasn't that far from the end zone. And it's like, yeah, you could say he threw an interception, but it was either throw an interception and just have them start at whatever yard line and it was a deep ball interception. It's not like he threw like a five yard out interception. He threw a deep ball. It was intercepted. The defender was tackled or pushed out of bounds right away. I can't remember exactly what happened. But I remember him being downed almost right away. And then, Lee, you, I mean, if they if he doesn't do that, what what happens next? They punt the ball. They punt the ball. Maybe the the Packers would have gotten better field position for all we know. So I'm not going to say that like Tom Brady made a good throw or whatever, but it's not like he threw an interception on first down or second down. Like he threw it on third down, and if it would have been incomplete, they would have just had to punt the ball. And for all we know, the Packers could have gotten better field position by the punt. So... Yes, he threw three interceptions. And there was another interception that was like that, where it was kind of like, eh, you know, it, it, it was just like a good, more of a better play by the defense, not really a bad interception by Brady. But so many fans, so many people are blinded by the fact that, like, they just see the number, the statistics, saying, hey, three interceptions. But you don't know what went into that. They're, like, people act like, quarterbacks who throw interceptions are bad quarterbacks like not trying to say Aaron Rodgers a bat is a bad quarterback but because he's definitely not but because he doesn't throw a lot of interceptions at all but it's like you know there are players there there are really good quarterbacks who have balls intercepted and it doesn't mean they made a bad throw it could have just been a great play by the defender because there's for however many great quarterbacks there are in the NFL there are probably equal to if not double that in great defenders because you only need one great quarterback there are teams that have multiple great defensive backs great safeties and great players make big plays matter of fact I believe it was Brian Dawkins that said big players make big plays in big time situations 
And that's why I'm just trying to say, like, yes, Tom Brady threw the interceptions, but at the same time, it could just be, it's pretty much the equivalent to a punt for the Buccaneers at that point. But with that being said, we are going to take a break. When we return, we will be talking a little bit about the Dallas Cowboys as they were just announced that they will be the team featured on Hard Knocks when we return after this. Welcome back. This is the Football News and Knowledge Podcast. I am your host, Joshua Bell. Now, as I had teased before the break, the Dallas Cowboys will be the team featured on this season of Hard Knocks training camp with the insert whatever team you is <laughs> the main subject of. Uh, but the reason why I want to bring this up for those who are not aware, Hard Knocks has historically not been good for franchises. Especially franchises that are kind of struggling. And I know that there are certain people out there, Cowboys fans, might agree or disagree with me on this. The Cowboys, yes, they're getting Dak Prescott back, which is amazing. Top 10 quarterback in the NFL. Now, last year when they had uh, Dak Prescott, it's not like they were doing amazing. It's not like they were tearing up the NFL under Mike McCarthy. And, you know, they, they were, their offense, I mean, Dak Prescott was playing lights out, but their team overall wasn't really winning games. Uh I think they had won two games and before Dak got injured. And then, like, you can really almost consider one of those not a true win because they lost to the Falcons, the choke artists. Uh, and, you know, even without the choking, like, how do you not dive on that onside kick? I mean, it, it truly amazes me, to be honest. But either way... When you look back, look at back at all the teams that have had been on hard knocks. Let's go back to, I'm just going to name a couple for example. The Falcons for one. That was the final year under Mike Smith as their head coach. And they were like two years removed from being in the NFC Championship game. The prior year, they had dealt with injuries. The year of hard knocks, they did not do good. The Los Angeles Rams, with their first year having Jared Goff, did not have Sean McVay uh, at head coach yet. They did not make the playoffs. They didn't even finish 500. There have been so many teams. The Houston Texans, when they were on hard knocks. I mean, the, 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 all these teams, for the most part, did not make the playoffs that season. As a matter of fact, if I recall correctly, only one or two teams 
have actually made the playoffs the same season that they were on hard knocks. And I could be wrong on those numbers. For all I know, from what I remember, I could have swore like a year or two ago hearing of how there's only been like one or two teams who have made the playoffs or won a playoff game after being on hard knocks. I know there's of like all the teams that have been on it, only six in its 20 year history. Uh, and by the way, Cowboys, this is the third time that they will be, a, have been on the show in the 20 year history, but only six teams had actually improved their record based on the previous year. And not all of those teams made the playoffs. Some of these teams that were on hard knocks were terrible teams. They're like four and 12 teams, five and 11 teams. Some of these teams were like seven and nine teams. And then they improved to eight and eight, but they still didn't make the playoffs or nine and seven and didn't make the playoffs. And I did stand correct. I actually do recall the Houston Texans. I'm pretty sure they made the playoffs, but it was, they made the playoffs at nine and seven in 2015. And that was when Andrew Luck was injured and no one's real. Like that's when Jacksonville wasn't really a competitive team. They're not a competitive team now, but they did go through that one or two year span where they were a very competitive team. And the Tennessee Titans were not all that competitive under Marcus Mariota's reign at quarterback. So, like, yes, they made the playoffs, but it's not like they made any impact in the uh, or in the postseason. Now, with that being said, we are going to. Just going to the final segment, and this is going to be a very quick segment. And it's a congratulations to Larry Fitzgerald. Because Larry Fitzgerald is going to the championship game. Yes, Larry Fitzgerald is going to the very top, the very peak, the pinnacle. Not a football, though. Larry Fitzgerald owns stakes and the Phoenix Suns, he bought them this past year in 2020. And now they're going to the, or to the finals. And I would just like to say congratulations to Larry Fitzgerald on making it to the finals. Sucks it can't be the NFL finals, a.k.a. the Super Bowl. But still, congratulations to him. Congratulations to the Phoenix Suns. Uh... Go Bucks for anyone who's a basketball fan out there. Go Milwaukee Bucks. Let's see the Bucks make it to the finals and then let's see them sweep away the Phoenix Suns. If you can't tell, I'm a Milwaukee Bucks fan when I watch basketball. But with that being said, I am going to say I hope you guys have a good weekend. Stay safe. If you're going to light off fireworks, don't be Jason Pierre Paul, do not be do not be handling fireworks that explode. Light them off safely. Be safe. Don't point them at people. Uh and 
quite frankly, enjoy your hopefully long weekend, and we'll see you again on Tuesday. It's Josh Bell signing off. Have a good weekend. Stay safe.